I received a question from somebody who has seen a lot of setbacks in life and a lot of them are coming at short intervals, a lot of suffering in other words. And naturally the question arises that what is the point of this suffering? And in some destinies it's very clear that a lot of events are happening. It appears almost simultaneously, setbacks, tragedies, situations. And this person told me that everyone tells me it happens for the best. Now, that was not my understanding because I can't see myself telling someone it happens for the best. You know, or they say it happens for your higher good. What I would say is what my guru told me. It happens. Because the minute you say it happens for the best, who, the best for whom? Best compared to what? The worst. And I gave the example of this girl in Bombay who lost her two parents and her sister in a car crash. Could one tell her it happens for the best? Isn't that putting salt on an open wound? So it happens. It happens because it's God's will that it had to happen out of the blue. Now, that is one instance of suffering, which is a magnified suffering. In this particular case, there are multiple incidents, what you could refer to as small packets of suffering repeatedly over different issues over a period of time. I think what's happening here is the suffering was unavoidable, the situations were unavoidable which, in which the suffering arose and the awareness has kicked in that one is suffering. That itself is the starting point because there's a lot of unconscious suffering which is taking place which is probably more um, deep down creates much more suffering than the awareness that suffering is happening. So it's, a, it's in a good space when you are firstly aware that I am suffering. It may sound very basic but I'll give you the example in meditation what happened. Uh, at my talk in Pune, this boy said that when I meditate there are too many thoughts. There are too many thoughts. So I said, you have such an excellent introduction to meditation. He said, what do you mean? Isn't meditation supposed to be no thoughts? I said, the sheer fact that you are aware that there are too many thoughts meant there is something which is aware there are too many thoughts. So it's a good beginning. So this is the dynamic. It is suffering which makes us aware, makes us ask questions, makes us really look at things and figure out what we derive pleasure and pain from, how transient things are, when suffering is a loss of something, when we lose something we suffer, when we lose something we suffer, we lose something we suffer, then the investigation, the inquiry goes within, because external objects which you lose are causing you suffering, situations are causing you suffering. And if you have the grace and it is your destiny, then the inquiry begins as to why am I suffering and who is it that is suffering? So, 
you cannot think of how to avoid suffering. The way it is avoided, avoided is by seeing what it is that is suffering. You know, so I cannot tell somebody that you know if you have a period of intense suffering with many things going wrong, it will be okay. Don't worry. You know what will happen is that your attitude to suffering changes and your relationship with suffering changes once you see that the minute you derive your sense of self from things which are lost that is when suffering takes place but when the investigation starts going deeper and with understanding you no longer derive your sense of self from objects which you lose you come to a centering space and you will notice that your relationship with what goes wrong in your life is not suffering would not arise if it did arise it is witnessed with compassion and it is a process sometimes the understanding is sudden and it's an end to suffering sometimes it is a process in time and you will realize yourself that you are no longer suffering the way you used to when certain things happen because so much of that suffering is purely psychological suffering that psychodrama of the psychological suffering is what starts reducing so for someone who tells me what do i do because i have these multiple packets of suffering one after the other things are going wrong in my life it goes back to what I felt when I was very young and I lost my dog, I've mentioned this before, and my grandmother, and the question arose that what would happen if I lost everything at the same time? That was a core question which arose, that everything I value if I lose at the same time, what would happen to me? And that is when uh, Eckhart Tolle, whom I was having this conversation with, said that is what enlightenment is and I had such a clear realization of that because of the sense of a vacuum which is the absence of an object if, if you lose someone in your life you sense a vacuum right a, a loss a space in which that object was there first and now it's no longer there that when you no longer derive your sense of self from objects there's nothing to lose. Now, when I say objects, I'm not referring to just physical objects. Everything is an object, you know. So, when the sense of self is self-contained, you will notice that that suffering which was earlier happening will not happen. It will be viewed as a movement in life on the screen of consciousness. Of course, if you love someone and you lose someone, that will be there. But the extension of the suffering and the duration of time, such as why me, why is this happening to me, why did God choose me, none of that will happen. The suffering is the me. You know, because we've claimed ownership of the suffering also. So we also have to be clear as, as to what we refer to when we say that we are suffering. 
and generally we are suffering when we don't like what's happening when things don't go our way that is what suffering is as far as we are concerned you know if something happens and uh, oh my god you know how did that happen so suffering needs to be it needs to be understood that the suffering we are referring to is one which depends on an event perceived as pleasurable or painful and how we view that event is what makes us suffer because if there was a natural arising of something that is not suffering but when that is seen through the prism of something which is happening to me which i take ownership of why is this happening to me that is the suffering so suffering in its form of just something happening which doesn't make you feel good is quite natural but when the suffering is extended in the duration of time and this like in this particular instance this constantly comes up that a lot of things are happening to me and it is creating suffering that itself is the doorway to why the suffering is taking place and who is the me it is taking place to so we are not referring to the simple dynamic of a biological form of suffering if something if pain arises because of something but we are referring to the extension of that pain which creates a lot of disturbance in my thinking processes and therefore in my attitude attitude towards what is happening <clears throat>